Happy Sunday, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Ezekiel's Army Infidel Coffee Hour Live, episode 110 on this particular venue. Ye freaking ha. Brother Rob. Hi, Angie. Stole your husband for a little bit this afternoon. We had a great time. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. What's happening, Brother Corey? Nice to be able to simultaneously broadcast on YouTube and Facebook at the same time. We'll see how long that lasts. As long as we stay away from medical truth, evidently we won't be banned. Hey, I'm not a doctor. Hey, Mom. Hope the concert was good. My mom went to a musical thing here in the village of Kalkaska. We're at the COA. Commission on Aging. Hope you had a good time, sweetheart. Hey, Jay, glad to have you, brother. Good to have you. Hope everybody's got a full cup of coffee or beverage of choice. <laughs> or smoke them if you got them. I love coffee. Hey, Mark, glad you're here, brother. JR, glad to have you. Rodney, howdy do. David Gwillen, glad you're here, buddy. Okay, I'm back on other feed. Good. Brother Steve, what's happening, buddy? Good evening. Let's see what I missed. Got Angie. All right. Hi, Lori. Glad you're here, sweetheart. Hope everybody had a great weekend. Beautiful, beautiful weekend. Perfect weather. A little spicy in the sunlight, but that's all right. We can take it. Bourbon indeed. <coughs> Good for the soul. Lots of strange things happening in the world as of late. Touch on a few of those. Give you my opinion on it for whatever that's worth. Hi, Debbie. Glad you're here, sweetheart. Prepping is indeed fun. It's reassuring. It's comforting. It's warm and fluffy. Johnny Bravo, glad you're with us, brother. Larry, glad you're here. Nailgun is in the house, along with family and friends. I am certain hello to all of you. I love you guys. Marilyn, glad to see you, sweetheart. Glad you're here. Tell Michael and, and uh, the gang I said hello. Pet, pet my puppies for me. Hope Stuart's hanging out close by. 
you had a good visit with your brother, Mike. Hope that went well. Don't know if he's still here or not. said before hope you all had a good weekend we sure did got a lot done around the house got out and did a little firearms training essential hope everybody's taking this shit seriously that's taking on it uh, going on in the world um, it's hard to believe seeing what we see one side or the other is delusional now there are those that believe that everything is just fine and everything's going to go on as it's always been and I, on the other hand, am on the other side of the fence. I don't believe things are going to continue on as they have been. I don't think that this ship is going to right itself. I believe we're going to continue down this rabbit hole to the bitter end. Anybody that understands economics knows that what I'm saying is true. Anybody that understands, and like I said before, it's not always the disaster or whatever it is. It doesn't even have to be a disaster. It could just be difficult times. Um, it's not necessarily those incidents that concern me as much as it is the reaction and behavior of the people. Sadly, all those things written in the Bible are slowly coming true, one prophecy at a time. Don't want to call them predictions, they're prophecies. And the hearts of mankind have waxed cold. There seems to be very little concern, if any, for our fellow man, as applies to the majority of people out there, as some of you have seen. I know one brother on here went to a concert and uh, got to witness firsthand the depth of depravity and ignorance that has permeated society, sadly. We're going to touch on a few things, you guys. Um, I don't know if I want to do the articles first or if I want to do... I laid out a few things. I did some typing. I'm going to pull it up on the screen, see if I can pull this up here and put it on the screen. Why not? Let's see what we got here. Okay, let's just go right to here. Drop that down. Pull this up. And I'm thinking we should be able to pull this over. But let's see what we got here. Not sure if I can get that up or not. I believe I can. Should be able to see that on the screen. I'm going to enlarge it even more. Bear with me while I struggle with the technical aspects of this. There we go. Hopefully it doesn't double feed. One of the things I wanted to talk about, folks, I, I've got a couple buddies. I had actually had bumped into a brother up at the uh, grocery store here north of town. And uh, we both laughed because we were both there for the same reason, to uh, add to our stockpiles. And in the conversation, you know, we can't help but wonder, uh, us being somewhat further down the trail than many, perhaps, in preparing for what I strongly believe is going to affect thousands, tens of thousands, if not millions. We look at the droughts 
and things that are taking place around the world, not just here in the United States, but around the world. They're blaming it on the jet stream. They're blaming it on a lot of things. Don't forget we're in what they refer to as a grand solar minimum. It potentially could be as much as a 10-year cycle. But as we talked, one of the things we talked about, and it kind of got my brain moving again, and I know I've talked about these things in the past, but folks, we really, really need to take a serious look at just exactly how prepared we actually are. I think people grossly underestimate the amount of food, water, and other uh, day-to-day necessities that we consume throughout the period of a week, a month, two months, three months, six months, a year, And folks, don't be fooled by the idiots around you. Most people that I walk past are fucking idiots, okay? Bloomin' fucking idiots, okay? They want to be vaccinated, get vaccinated. Shut your fucking pie hole. I don't want to hear about it. Don't come knocking on my God-blessed door asking me whether or not I'm freaking vaccinated. It's none of your fucking business. We talked about this before. I'm sick of this shit. This is just a practice run for coming and collecting our guns, folks. And any idiot out there that doesn't believe that this government that no longer serves the people is not out to take our guns, you are one of those fucking idiots I'm talking about. I shared uh, something on Facebook, Compiled Laws, Chapter 750 of the Michigan Penal Code, 750.552. And I shared this because, folks, we're going to have to begin exercising our constitutional rights, our rights as free human beings on this earth. And in this law, it clearly states in the first section, it says, except as otherwise provided in subsection 2, a person shall not do any of the following. Okay, that kind of goes along, shall not. That's like one of those shall not be infringed, sound familiar? Shall not enter the lands or premises of another without lawful authority after having been forbidden to do so by the owner or occupant or the agent of the owner or occupant. Shall not remain without lawful authority on the land or premises of another after being notified to depart by the owner or occupant or the agent uh, of the owner or occupant. Now basically what this saying is, folks... If you have a no trespassing sign up and these individuals opt to walk past that, they broke this seg- segment of uh, the law, Chapter 750 under the Michigan Penal Code, and they can be arrested, they can be ticketed, they can be fined. I believe what it says here is that uh, intentionally trespassing on private property is a criminal offense. Of that we have no doubt, okay? punishable by a $250 fine and up to 30 days in county jail or both. I strongly recommend, as these pissants walk around sticking their nose where it doesn't belong, that everybody exercise this and insist that these individuals be charged with trespass and follow it through. These people need to understand we're sick and tired of their bullshit. They're not concerned about our health. Anybody today, anybody, okay, so there's people out there that need insulin, okay? There's lots of things. It, it's awful funny. They're willing to give us this this so-called vaccine, which is fine, fine. Call it whatever you want. It's not, but that's what they're calling it. They're willing to give this away for free. They're willing to give out Narcan to the heroin junkies who continually and repeatedly overdose, but yet they won't give out insulin, 
to diabetics for free. Okay, they won't give out uh, whatever that one medicine is that for bee stings or whatever it is. Okay, for people that are highly allergic to bee stings, they won't give that out for free. If they're so freaking concerned about the well-being of Americans, then I'd be really concerned about the skyrocketing amount of uh, diabetics that are turning up thanks to the food that we consume on a daily basis, and yet they, they could give a shit less. This is about way more than concern for our health. They've sent off tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of our young, our finest, overseas to fight in the name of freedom in a world that becomes less free every day, okay? All based on lies. We've talked about this many times, folks, but for those that might have missed it, every lie, every war we have fought including World War II, has been based on nothing but a lie. World War I, propaganda, led to that war, okay? The, the cry during the American, the, the First World War, America didn't want anything to do with that war, okay, till they sunk the Lusitania. Once that sunk, the cry was, let's go to war. They know how to suck the American people in. They know how to tug at the purse strings. And this was before the Internet, folks, so don't think that your brain isn't being molested by these sons of bitches, So we're going to go down through this, and I want you to be serious about this, folks. I want you to look at these things honestly, and I know some people have financial constraints. I understand that, but trust me, three cases of soup, whatever it is, whatever it is you decide to get, but how many people out there have one month of food stocked up? And you need to look at this legitimately, folks, because you should have a minimum of one month, and once you get that, you should be working toward three months' worth of food put away. And in this current state that this nation, that the world is in, I wouldn't be dilly-dallying about this very long. The store shelves are already running out. When there's something on sale, it is empty immediately. Once you have three months, you should be struggling and striving to accommodate six months' worth of food. Your goal is one year or more of food storage. This is imperative, folks. If you have auto insurance, health insurance, death insurance, life insurance, okay, any of these things, if you're willing to spend money on this and you're not willing to invest and put away a year's worth of food, you're being foolish. You're being naive and you're being foolish. Again, don't let the idiots around you, and these are family members, folks. These are people you call friends. These are neighbors. These are individuals in your community. Don't listen to them, folks. Look around and see what's going on. Genuinely, not on CNN, not on MSNBC, okay? Not in these homophobic, stinking, want to promote the LGBTQ and everything else. To hell with that crap. This nation is in peril, this globe is in peril, and things are going to get much worse. Number two on this list is medications. I've said this many times, and I know some people are listening, but folks, think about this. Once you use a Band-Aid, you can't wash it out and reuse it. Once you chew an aspirin, it's done, okay? You need to stockpile medications over-the-counter, you should be stockpiling, learning, reading about natural remedies, prescription meds, whatever you can accumulate for all occasions, stomach, sinus, colds, fevers, infections, 
cuts and lacerations, broken bones and eye injuries. Folks, these things are game stoppers, and they will take you out of the game. You need to take this seriously. I get a lot of my stuff at Dollar General. They have good products for cheap prices. They've got a dollar rack. You can stockpile toothpaste, toothbrushes, soaps, shampoos, cream rinses for a dollar each. I strongly recommend that you do this. Do not think for one second that you're going to have an endless amount of time to prepare for this because when this happens, it is going to change overnight. This is not going to be a slow, gradual process. Number three on the list is shelter. This may be your home. It may be tents. It could be a camper. And don't ever overlook the fact that clothing for all climates in your area, extra boots and or shoes for all weather, for all climates. Keep this in mind, folks. Clothing is our first line of shelter in all climates and weather conditions clothing very very important socks underwear hygiene is right at the top of the list these are in no particular order folks these are all number ones in my opinion when i prep i prep in a circle i don't just buy all food i don't just buy all medication i don't just buy all means to protect me and my family and what it is that we've gathered you need to do it in a circle a little bit of everything is, is very good to do. Number four on this list is water. Water is definitely a top priority. Up here in northern Michigan, we don't have to worry about it a whole lot because we have lots of water around us seven months out of the year. It's called winter, okay? And though I placed this at the number four position on this list, make absolutely no mistake, water is important. The ability to filter this water, to boil water, to store and forage for water and disinfect it. You should have, I've said this many times, redundancy in all of these plans, folks. From the food to the medications, that's why I talk about the natural remedies. There are a lot of natural remedies out there, like vinegar, honey, maple syrup. There are lots of things, stuff that grows right out in our garden, things we call weeds and throw over the fence, have enormous amounts of medicinal application. You need to educate yourself. The, the greatest survival tool you have is your mind. The second one is your drive. Your ability to stay in the fight. So look at these things. They have all sorts of filter options out there, none of which I consider to be expensive. You can get the mini Sawyers. I think they're about $12 a piece. If that, they will filter 10,000 gallons of water. Actually, you know what? The Life Straw will do 10,000. The mini, the Sawyer mini, will do 100,000 gallons of water. Communications is number five on this list. Again, these are in no real particular order. They sort of are, but not really. You can move these around. Communications is essential. People lose their minds when things are going on out there, especially during a grid down or societal collapse, whatever type that is. We are all certain that there are alphabet government agencies, all of which are unelected, that are intercepting our private communications, 
We know that they are doing this for nefarious reasons, okay? They're not doing it for the well-being of society. None of this is for the common good or the betterment of society. We must learn to divorce ourselves from the current modes of popular communication and adopt new ones, which are actually the old ones. CBs, satellite radios, that's not old. Landlines, snail mail are just a few suggestions that I would recommend. They're simply listening to gain information to implicate you as an anti-vaxxer or an extremist, a white Christian socialist extreme, whatever they call it, okay? White Christian nationalists, white nationalists. Number six on this list, folks, is a plan. We must have a plan that could potentially safeguard ourselves and our loved ones during a societal collapse. This plan should include where, when, how, so where you will retreat to, when will it be time to go, and you need to discuss this with your friends, family, loved ones, whatever that is, folks, whoever is a part of your group, and I keep telling you about this group, accumulating a group of people with a diversified set of talents. You need to do this. How you're going to reach this new place of safety, by what means of transportation. These plans have to be built around redundancy. I'm going to use that word a lot, folks. You must have the means to implement this plan regardless of circumstances. This plan should be discussed in great detail with all individuals that may join you. Whether that is during or after you have reached this destination. Keep it realistic and achievable at all times. Do not make a plan that requires a perfect alignment of the stars. You will only minimize your chances of a successful exodus. Take this one very serious, folks. Where you're going to meet. If something happens, where are you going to meet your kids if they're in school? How are you going to get to them? This could be an EMP. It could be uh, a virus that shuts down all the computers. It could be all sorts of scenarios that play out, folks. Look at the world we live in. Don't listen to those smiling jack-offs on CNN and MSNBC and the rest. And you know what? I really don't have much use for Fox News either, for that matter. But you get my drift. Number seven is a big one, and that is trust. You must be able to trust and rely upon each and every individual that you include in this societal collapse scenario, folks. Some may be a good friend during good times, but yet cannot handle chaotic and stressful situations. Do not allow emotions to rule the day when it comes to choosing people that you will have to rely on with your life. I cannot stress this one enough. You know the type. You see it. You see the personality flaws they have. And if it comes right down to life and death, they're going to worry about themselves. They'll stick a knife in your back. And you know they exist. They're everywhere. Number eight on this list is fitness. You have got to take the time you have right now to prepare yourself mentally, physically, spiritually, and economically for what it is that I predict we will face. Economically may seem strange, but as we get down to number nine, economics of some type or another will be, a will be extremely necessary for your survival. Remember I said to build a redundant plan when it comes to every facet of survival in a societal collapse. Whether it is man-made, natural, or economic is irrelevant. Number nine on this list, finances. I've often spoke of economic security. 
America is creeping up to the $30 trillion mark as pertains to our national debt. And I say national debt, but the fact is it's your debt, okay? We have accumulated a debt by allowing these ignorant sons of bitches that have done nothing but bump their gums about how they're going to represent us and what they're going to do. And all they have done, folks, is bleed off the wealth of this nation and enslaved this entire country with debt. The American people are on the hook for the money that this rogue government has pissed away with reckless abandon. The ability to conduct commerce after a grid down or societal collapse is imperative. We don't know what a shit hits the fan scenario is going to look like. It could look like a million different things, folks. Nor can we predict the outcome and reaction of those people that are around us. This is where I talk about trust. People are going to lose their minds. People that are on antidepressants, people that are on anti-anxiety drugs, people that are hooked on something as simple as tobacco. If they run out of tobacco, they're going to get pissy. Alcoholics, drug addicts of whatever type, people that rely on narcotics and opiates to get through the day. Redundancy in, plan in, in planning is arming ourselves with multiple ways and options to acquire those things we will most likely need as things progress. Fuel for travel, food, water, a car part, you name it. Redundancy is the key here, folks. Always have another way to accomplish these objectives. When we talk about this, and I haven't talked about this much lately, but I have, I, I, not because it's any less important now, folks. Don't be fooled by the stock market and the fact that it continues to rebound. This is nothing but the Federal Reserve, the Feds, getting involved, buying back their own debt to keep this stock market propped up. It is a fraud. Our dollar is worth 1.5 cents. I've said this a hundred times. The dollar has already collapsed. That's why they're willing to give people $15 an hour for minimum wage because they know if they don't, People are going to be starving in the streets tomorrow. People cannot survive on what the purchase power of a dollar is today. It has lost 98.5% of its value since 1913. It is freaking useless. But yet the beautiful part of this is that we can still buy useful things that are going to allow us to preserve life and take care of those we care about. Number 10 on this list is self-defense. And though I've listed this one in the number 10 position, much like water, this one could be placed anywhere in this list. Without the ability to defend you and your loved ones, you and yours will be at the mercy of all that is around you, leaving you at the mercy and goodwill of everyone around you that you may encounter. As we look at this, we have to remember that the majority of all people in this nation have failed to take seriously the possibility that anything like a shit-hits-the-fan scenario was or is even possible. They got their frickin' heads buried in the sand, folks. Most have chosen to ignore or pretend that everything is or was going to magically work itself out and that everything is going to be just fine, okay? That's what they want you to believe. Look at what the wealthy are doing, folks. Trust me, they know what's coming. Nothing could be further from the truth. The greatest threat during a disaster is seldom the disaster itself. It is the people's reaction to it. 
this is where things become very dangerous and why self-defense is one of paramount importance. This one could easily be number one, just as easy as it is at number 10 on this list. There are just a few of the things, these are just a few of the things I believe would be a good beginning to anyone preparing themselves for what we all know is inevitable. We could write this list out to a hundred, but I think everybody gets the point. Most importantly, do not allow the stupidity and ignorance around you to convince you that everything is okay because it's not, folks. It is not. Look around. Get outside your bubble. Travel out. Get into uncomfortable places. No one's going to be coming to save us. On the contrary, most in this situation will do whatever they need to do to take what you have. Do not fall prey to their apathy and desperation spawned of lack of planning. Save yourself and those you love by preparing while you have the chance, while you still have the time. We're going to get into some articles that I have here. We all know that they're coming back at us with another pandemic. Events are still being canceled because, reminder, we're still living in a pandemic. That's what the lying-ass BuzzFeed would have you believe. They are part of the propaganda machine. I am not questioning the legitimacy of the virus, okay? So don't take me off YouTube again, you fucking assholes, okay? People who refuse to get vaccinated are playing a big role in COVID's continued spread, leading to concerts, music festivals, cruises, and more getting canceled. With roughly half the U.S. population fully vaccinated against COVID-19, life as we once knew it has started to return, but at a cost. Okay, there's always a cost. The virus is still spreading, especially among the unvaccinated. Okay, actually, it's 65% of those being infected are actually vaccinated. That's truth. But bringing with it a harsh reminder that, yes, the pandemic is still here. And they're never going to let us out of this, folks, okay? This is going to continue. That reality check has come in many forms. The rapid spread of the highly contagious Delta variant, rising case numbers and hospitalizations, and in Los Angeles County, the return of an indoor mask mandate. At a White House COVID-19 briefing on Friday, CDC Director Rochelle Walensky said we were living through a pandemic of the unvaccinated. Demonize victimize. That's the way they do it. Adolf Hitler taught us this very well. More than 90% of people being hospitalized with COVID-19 right now have not been vaccinated, Walensky said. It's also led to the continued cancellation of public events that many people had expected to return. On Wednesday, the Foo Fighters social media accounts announced that a Saturday concert at the Forum in Los Angeles was canceled due to someone in the band's organization testing positive for COVID-19. Let's not forget that the survival rate of this is 98.9%. Okay, just thought I'd throw that out there. Enough said on that. Here's a weird one one of our brothers on here sent to me. Mackinac Bridge is closed for reasons unclear. This is kind of odd. There's just weird shit taking place all over the country. Mackinac City, Michigan, the sudden closure of the Mackinac Bridge was announced Sunday afternoon with no official reasons given. That's kind of a interrupter. In a post 
to the Mackinac Bridge's official Twitter page at about 2.53 p.m. on July 18, it was announced the bridge will be closed with no time given for when it would reopen. Officials from the Mackinac Bridge Authority declined to comment on the situation. That is strange. Shortly after the closure, the webcam feeds on the authority's website were taken offline. This, again, is something very strange. Not to give the reason is quite peculiar. Mission statement, the Mackinac Bridge Authority is committed to preserve and maintain the state of Michigan's single largest asset and one of the world's leading suspension bridges to provide safe, pleasurable, and expedient passage over the Straits of Mackinac for economic benefit and improved quality of life. Law enforcement notified the NBA of a bomb threat on the bridge. NBA, okay, when is that from? This is kind of strange. Okay, let's get this back up here and see what we got. See if we can get a date on this. Yeah, and it's not giving us any dates. Yep, Mackinac Bridge is closed. We'll update when reopened. The, okay, yeah. So this is strange, folks. Especially since they took the webcam down. Strange indeed. Los Angeles County Sheriff will not enforce reinstated indoor mask mandate. I can't believe. Has anybody watched any videos lately on YouTube about the condition of Los Angeles and many other cities in California? There are much, much bigger problems than a person not wearing a mask in California. That place looks like a third world country. Not much different from uh, Oregon. Oregon's starting to fall to the same bullshit as California, but why wouldn't it? They're both democratically run shitholes. Los Angeles County Sheriff Alex Villanueva. Villanueva on Friday said he would not use the department's limited resources. Yeah, because they want to cut back on the police. Okay, everybody wants to defund the police. Okay, but if you're not wearing a mask, these smarmy little pukes are going to call the police, okay, to come give you a ticket or arrest you because you don't have a mask on. But he's not going to use his limited resources to enforce the new mask mandate imposed on the county since it is not backed by science. His words, not mine. Don't take me off YouTube, you frickin' pricks. In a statement, Villanueva claimed that the new mandate to force even the vaccinated to wear a mask is not backed by science. It contradicts federal guidelines. Forcing the vaccinated and those who already contracted COVID-19 to wear masks indoors is not backed by science and contradicts the U.S. Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, CDC, guidelines. He explained that the county's Department of Public Health has the authority to enforce the order. However, he stated that the underfunded and defunded Sheriff's Department under his watch will not expend their limited resources. I like that. I like that. There's a man with common sense. Here's something on the prepping side. New anomalous jet stream pattern imperils global food supplies. I'd say there's a lot more to it than that, but let's roll with it. Scientists have identified systematic meanders in the globe-circling northern jet stream that have caused simultaneous crop-damaging heat waves in widely separated breadbasket regions a previously unquantified threat to the global food production. This is serious, folks. The new research shows that certain kinds of waves in the atmospheric circulation can become amplified and then lock in place for extended periods, triggering the concurrent heat waves 
Affected parts of Northern America, Europe, and Asia together produce a quarter of the world's food supplies. We need to take this serious, as I said, folks, and not, not to mention, and I'm sure Brother Rod is on here, um, we can speak about the increase in prices of food across the board, meats, proteins, beans, rice, you name it, the prices are skyrocketing. Some of them up 30 and 40 percent. And let's not even talk lumber prices. I bought 12 16-foot 2x6s the other day. It was $500. Should have been 185 Instead, it was $500. This is lunacy. Why anybody is even continuing to build is beyond me. Researchers have identified two wavelengths of meanders in the northern hemisphere jet stream that can cause massive heat waves across several major agricultural regions at once. Top a wave 7 pattern, which over the past 40 years has hurt crop yields in the red-marked areas of Central West North America, Western Europe, and Western Asia. Bottom, a wave 5 pattern, which has affected Central North America, Eastern Europe, and Eastern Asia. We found a 20-fold increase in the risk of simultaneous heat waves in major crop-producing regions when these global-scale wind patterns are in place, said lead author Kai Kornhuber. <laughs> a postdoctoral researcher at Columbia University's Earth Institute. Until now, this was an unex uh, underexplored vulnerability in the food system. There's a lot of vulnerabilities in our food system. But this is just one more thing, folks. Grocery stores would run out of food in just three days. This is why I tell you to stock up, folks, okay? We can talk about, you know, we talked in the past about EMPs, which are electromagnetic pulses. And the likelihood of that. I just had a welding company make me a Faraday cage to keep my electronic products in there. It could be anything from a sunburst uh, to something man-made uh, exploding a nuclear weapon high up in the atmosphere and take out our entire electrical grid, in which case probably about 90% of all human beings would die. But we look at this. Grocery stores would run out of food in just three days if long-haul truckers stopped working. Think about this. We've talked about EMPs. But what else has been happening here as of recent? You look at these viruses, these hacks that have been coming in on computers, folks. I think we've gotten beyond the EMP age that would destroy a lot of the infrastructure. If somebody's going to attack us, they want to leave the infrastructure intact. So instead of doing an EMP and taking out much of our nation's infrastructure, it would make much more sense to just hack into these systems you could shut down logistics, you could shut down banking, you could shut down the computer systems in grocery stores, you could shut down gas stations, you could shut down everything with a virus. And I firmly believe that they have the capacity to do this. It's just a matter of time. Your favorite products wouldn't be available for too long if truckers stopped working. So if they just interfered with the logistics, if they could hack into these computers they could shut this entire country down. Auto parts, electronic parts, food is just one facet of what moves by truckers. Trucking moves 71% of the freight in the United States. Most of the basic functions of society wouldn't be effective if truckers were to stop working. And naturally, I like this one, and naturally your Amazon Prime packages would be delayed. Yeah, perhaps indefinitely. Trucking moves 71% of freight in the United States, and if it were to suddenly cease... Due to a hack, don't forget about three weeks ago, they hacked into 15,000 
small businesses across the United States and shut them down. But the effects would be more drastic than you might expect. And this is why I say go right back up here to the headlines. Grocery stores would run out of food in just three days if they couldn't replenish. That is frightening, folks. So three days. Three days to anarchy. And I assure you, I think they'd be empty sooner. And the reason I say that is, again, because it's not the disaster that concerns me so much as it is the people's behavior. So you have the people that have money if they could even use their electronics because most people don't carry cash anymore, which is just absolutely freaking ignorant. But these people would go in and buy everything. I believe the grocery stores would be pretty much picked over to unusable shit left on the shelves in a matter of about 24 hours. Perhaps even less, depending what size the community is in which you live. In May of 2018, truck drivers in Brazil went on strike for a week and it paralyzed the country in unexpected ways. As gas stations ran out of fuel, for instance, public transit was halted. Without trucking, we would be naked, starving, and homeless. And that I firmly believe. So think about how many different ways, folks, there are to collapse society. Here I have on the screen right now, let me make sure this is up, and it is good. I like that. You can see how widespread this drought is, folks. Let's see if we can pull this up a little bit bigger. Look at this. So you look at exceptional drought, okay, which is worse than extreme. Look at the areas that have exceptional drought. Abnormally dry, and these are non-food producing areas in the abnormally dry areas. When you look at this, you're looking at, look at California. California is in an extreme drought coupled with an exceptional drought. You have very few areas in there. It either goes from moderate to severe, extreme drought, and exceptional drought. Don't forget about how much food comes out of California. We have all these other states going through. Look at this, folks. This is just devastation on a grand scale. This is as of July 15th of this year. So think about that. We were talking about the hacking of computer systems, and you look at the 40 worrisome hacking statistics that concern us all in, in 2021. So this man goes on to write, have you ever considered that nearly every electronic device can be hacked? So what he's done is he's looked at, in the, next, in, in the text below, you'll find some fantastic stats which will help us to find out which is the biggest bank heist that was pulled off by cyber criminals, which is the most significant data breach of our time. Are ATMs vulnerable to hacker attacks? Absolutely, they are. Scary hacking statistics. There is a hacker attack every 39 seconds. They say that the Russian hackers are the fastest. I would have to say that the American hackers are probably the fastest. 300,000 new malware is created every day. Multi-factor authentication and encryption are the biggest hacker obstacles. Keep that in mind. I use Nord on my computer. Folks, there's never been a more important time to be to safeguard your information, even just communications, and I talked about this in that list through 10. You have to rethink the way you communicate, folks, because everything you say and do is being gathered and stored. And I assure you, they are not doing it for the betterment of society. They are doing it so that they may criminalize large segments of the population. Rethink. 
rethink your communication. If you don't have uh, something like Nord on your computer, I strongly recommend you get it. You can uh, broadcast or communicate from any place. As you can see down here, it says protected. Right now, we are communicating from, I believe, Spain. That is where I'm coming to you from, is in Spain. But these things are important, folks. And you need to take it serious. You can become an American citizen for $6,000. Didn't know if you knew that or not. The average cost of data breaches will be about $150 million. Okay, The cybersecurity budget in the U.S. is $14.98 billion. By the time the average person takes a selfie and uploads it to Instagram, the next hacker attack has already taken place. Cybercrime is more profitable than the global illegal drug trade. The profit from the illegal drug industry amounts to about $400 billion annually. For comparison, cybercriminals have earned a total of around $600 billion, and that was based on 2018 statistics. Hackers steal 75 records every second. Cybersecurity facts show us that the average number of records stolen per second Breaches are actually a lot rarer than that. It's just that each breach allows for a lot of records to be stolen. 66% of businesses attacked by hackers weren't confident they could recover. Think about that. Most businesses don't really know if they're prepared for a cyber attack. Actually, 75% of all businesses don't even have a formal cyber attack response plan. 73% of black hat hackers said traditional firewall and antivirus security is irrelevant or obsolete. Yeah, think about that. According to the same survey, 80% of hackers say humans are the most responsible for the security breaches. We talked about the budget for the U.S. for cybersecurity. White hat hackers earned over $19 million in bounties in 2018. There were 715,000 cybersecurity experts employed in the U.S. alone. That's how serious this is. So like I said, we don't have to worry about an EMP, folks. If they just shut down the logistics of this nation, we are truly screwed. Period. Something else I think is strange. I was took a couple cans and a bag of change up to the gas station up here uptown. And all banks and financial institutions have been put on a, well, what they've been told is that there's a shortage of change. And that is awful strange. Some banks can only, and, and this goes for businesses as well, businesses can only get, I know one particular bank is only allowing even their, their retail customers, you can have two rolls of any coins. You can have a roll of quarters and a roll of dimes. Or you can have two rolls of nickels. You can have two rolls of anything in any combination you want. But that is all you get. The gas station I go to to get my coffee. Yeah, remember that? Coffee. Are allowed $200 a day in change. That's it. That doesn't get them through the morning. And so they've been asking, and I've given them some of my change, but I'm not giving them all of my change. We need to keep this, in my theory on this too, folks, if you want to interfere with commerce, one of the easiest ways to do it is interfere with fractional currency. Because without fractional currency, people are forced to use their credit cards 
which again erases your anonymity and they know every purchase you make when you make it on the credit card and not that there's anything nefarious about the 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 purchases you're making the fact is it's nobody's fucking business what you're personing what what you're purchasing these people have stuck their nose into every facet of our lives they want to know everything we buy everything we look at everything we say everything we write smell sniff lick and there's a reason for it folks and we can say it's because the corporations want this information to better market to their their customer base i say bullshit they want to know everything we're doing wells fargo is ending a popular consumer lending product angering some of its customers okay it's shutting down all existing personal lines of credit in the next few weeks and has stopped offering the product completely so wells fargo this is very concerning folks when you see things like this take place in the banking industry there's a reason for it and it is probably not good as applies to the economics of this country so keep your eye on this thing change shortages food shortages we are not heading in a good direction folks and i understand if i'm not mistaken correct me if i'm wrong that there's been another stimulus package that has been approved and if it hasn't been approved i'm certain it's going to be because their intent is to completely collapse the dollar and get us all into electronic currency that way we have no anonymity you can't buy that gun you can't buy that ammunition sorry you've had all your allotted red meat for the month um whatever that may be but they want to eradicate cash in our hands folks that's why i very seldom use my card i carry cash and i strongly recommend everybody else does as well and keep change on you keep your change for you so you can still conduct commerce they say that the real reason that stores are running out of change they, they they give an opinion and and i would believe this but again it just falls right into their plan the next time you go to a convenience store or fast food restaurant you might want to bring exact change a nationwide coin shortage has grocery and convenience stores as well as fast food restaurants running out of coins folks i collect coins okay i stack gold and silver and i collect coins i know what the mintage is are on these coins they are minting the exact same amount this year as they minted last year as they minted the year before okay they mint these things by the billions okay there are millions and millions of coins out there and where did all the other change go are people eating it and sure i've got five six coffee cans full of the shit but let me tell you that is just a, a speck of sand on a, on a beach okay it has no effect so this is what they're saying a nationwide coin shortage has grocery stores and all these short we all understand the shortage of hand sanitizer and disinfecting wipes during the COVID-19 pandemic since everyone was snapping them up and that's exactly what's going to happen to the food as soon as things get a little bit tighter folks but now there is a national shortage of coins as well in particular nickels dimes and quarters this gentleman now make sure he keeps a handful of change in his car at all times after he was forced to overpay for a small purchase. He stopped for a snack and a Coke and learned that the cashier had no change at all. So he got up there and it was $4.45, $4.45, and he handed her a five, and she said she can't give him change. 
and she pointed at the sign on the register that said, because of COVID-19, there is a shortage of change. Okay, so this, again, for whatever reason it is, whether it is legitimately COVID, which could be part of their plan, and don't think they're not that diabolical they are, folks. Or it could be an intentional interference, as I said, to just interfere with commerce, because like I said, if you take out the fractional currency, you can no longer conduct commerce unless, like this gentleman, what if he'd have only had a 20 on him? Was he going to pay 20 bucks for a 445 purchase? So the theories behind the shortage, so why are we dealing with yet another shortage? There are a lot of theories as to why coins have disappeared this year. One of them is that a lot of people don't like touching the coins out of fear of catching the virus. This is how effective this fear porn is that these people exude, folks, over and over and over. So people are not carrying coins in their pocket or purse. As a veteran coin collector who owns a coin shop, but even he is not carrying much change these days. He says, I have a habit that I go home at night and take whatever is in my pocket and throw it in a jug on my dresser top. So for whatever that reason is, some of the biggest coin users are not handling as many coins either. The Federal Reserve also blames the two-month shutdown of banks, bus lines, and laundromats, the biggest coin users. Don't forget car washes. Yeah, they go through a lot of coins, although some of them have went to tokens. I know I was talking to a car wash owner here in town in Kalkaska. And they have cameras, and they see people walk up there and just keep shoving $20 bills in there, getting $20 worth of stinking quarters at a time, trying to empty their machine, taking all their quarters. This is what we're up against, folks. And things haven't even begun to get bad yet. But this is what people are going through. Don't forget what I told you, folks, about Hillsdale College. I'm going to hit on this one more time. Hillsdale College is an incredible organization, okay? They are truly out there to educate people as to the realities of the Constitution and the freedoms and liberties we enjoy, folks. If you have an extra $5, $2, whatever it is, donate to this organization. They take no money from any state or federal organization. They are completely self-funded through donations. This is an incredible organization, that teaches nothing but constitutional truth. They teach on many topics. The Constitution is one of the most important in my view. There is a whole series, uh, Natural Rights in the American Revolution, Majority Tyranny and the Necessity of the Union, Consent of the Governed and the Separation of Powers to Secure These Rights, Property, Morality, and Religion, Slavery and the Roots of the Secession Crisis, Secession and the Civil War. Folks, this, this just goes on. And this is free to anybody that wants to participate in this. You just sign up for it. They send you an email, tells you to sign up for this course. You, you sign up for it, and it is free, folks. And I cannot stress how important it is to help finance organizations such as this that are, that are trying to undo what our public indoctrination centers called schools is doing, molesting the minds of our children turning them into socialist-loving, propaganda-slurping little ingrates. So you look at all these people trying to flee Cuba, you notice that the United States, the government in place, does not want them here because, number one, they would never vote for this socialist democratic regime, so of course they don't want them here. And number two, think about it. These boatloads of people that just got done enduring this socialism that the Democrats so lovingly embrace... 
And then CNN or MSNBC or somebody else goes up there to interview these people, and the first thing they're going to say is, hey, fuck this socialism thing. It didn't work. It was a dismal failure, just like it has always been, folks. This is not about the betterment of humanity. This is about the enslavement of humanity. I have a book here that was written by sheriffs and chiefs of police from across this nation, leading law enforcement agents and agencies, talking about Agenda 21 in the New World Order. You people can call this tinfoil hat bullshit if you want. You're just a stupid son of a bitch if you think that this is tinfoil hat shit. Look the fuck around you, okay? Look around. And look at what's happening. After all of the wars, as I said earlier in this live feed, of all the wars we have fought in the name of freedom, why are we so much less free today than we were in the 1970s, the 1980s, the 1960s, or 50s? I don't even recognize the country I'm living in today. And furthermore, I don't recognize these people that call themselves Americans. When the fuck did you become such cowardly, spineless, gullible son-of-a-bitches? Because your fucking stupidity is dangerous to me, it's dangerous to my children, and it's dangerous to my grandchildren. You people need to wake the fuck up and see what is truly going on around you. Read some fucking history, okay? I shared a meme about the greatest uh, massacre in history, Wounded Knee, committed by our government. And you think they give two fucking shits about you? They care so much they are going to go door to door to ensure you get this freaking so-called vaccine? Don't be so fucking stupid. For shit freaking sake. I don't know what the hell has happened to people. People that I loved and admired, that I considered to be strong human beings, I found to be freaking jellyfish fucking cowards that succumb to this fucking fear porn being drooled out by these frickin' mainstream media outlets. Look the fuck around at what is really happening, folks. This is absolutely sheer frickin' ignorance that we even have to have this frickin' conversation. The one thing that made me laugh my ass off is the Democrats fled to Texas to prevent a quorum... The stupid bastards caught COVID-19, okay? And I've never questioned the legitimacy of this virus. Of course there's COVID-19 or whatever the fuck it is, a flu virus, whatever it is. I t there was a doctor that did a, did a YouTube video. It was an interview. He was in front of Congress or somebody. And he said, let's stop calling it flu season and let's start calling it vitamin D deficiency season, okay? With a survival rate that exceeds 98%, how in the fuck is this considered what they've been calling it? I don't get it. I don't get it. But yet these people are serving it up. I'm actually seeing people still walking around with masks on their face. I, I, I just can't. I have no words. I have no words. See if I missed anything in the comments section. See if I missed anybody too. Some of you people, I apologize. You, it doesn't even show that you're on these live feeds until after I end them. And then I see names popping up all over the place. Let's read some of these comments. Epi. Thank you, JR. Yeah, the EpiPens. Yeah, they'll, they'll give out this for free. They'll give out stinking... Uh, shit to junkies, but they won't hand out EpiPens to people whose lives hang in the balance. They get stung and they're too far away from medical care. It's just freaking ridiculous. And those things are big freaking money. 
and their expiration, I think they're good for a year, and then you got to go buy another one. So, folks, keep your head on a swivel. There's some strange shit going on in this country right now. I see devastating food shortages coming. I see a economic collapse of one size type or another. EpiPen. Yeah, thanks, Rodney. Kathy, everybody knew it but me. My brain went blank. Water purification. Absolutely, Mark. Yep, and you're right, they have, Corey. They've set the stage already by demonizing and now criminalizing all of that. You're absolutely correct. No retreat? You're absolutely right, there's no retreat. Bob, I appreciate you saying that. You're absolutely right. I didn't climb to the top of the food chain to go back to the woods. You're freaking A right. <laughs> yeah, hey, Sean, yeah, I won't even read that one. This makes up. Yeah, yeah. well, he's a scrapper, so who gives a shit? Yeah, Eric, you couldn't be more right. Cowardice is inevitable based on available evidence. You got that freaking right. Foo Fighters required audience to wear a mask. They got TV-19 hoax flu themselves. Dude, you stole my thunder. Oh, I'm sorry about that, Brother David. Bomb threat. Yeah, that's all I'm seeing. That's the only thing I can see on the uh, Mackinac Bridge. Yeah, and that's what I read on their site. So, boy, that'd be a hell of a freaking demolition. Yeah, Rodney, they said it today, 9 and 10. Good. Diane, I didn't see you sneak in. Glad you're here, sweetheart. Short and sweet prayer request for our president, vice president, speaker of the house, Michigan governor. <laughs> yeah, see, and Rod deals in food. Um and he says, and they are not coming down. They aren't coming down. And as it becomes more and more scarce and demand gets higher and higher, these prices are going to continue to climb. And that's why I say buy it now, folks, and get it stockpiled because it's never going to be cheaper. Okay? It is going to continue to skyrocket. And as I said, don't think for a second. Don't underestimate the amount of food and other things that you consume throughout the course of a week, a month, three months, six months. You need to get serious about this, folks. Andrea Rodas. Hi, Andrea. Glad you're here, honey. I've noticed the grocery stores not being stocked very well since the droughts. That's absolutely true. I uh, have noticed that, as have uh, numerous friends have contacted me asking if I'd have been in the grocery store and noticed how scant the shelves have been. Until they catch fire, August is coming. Yeah, you ain't shitting there, Rob. You're 100% right. They're even watching you on here now. They were about to kick me off for some comments put on here. Yep, not surprised, Sean. They're they're watching me like a hawk. Of that, I have no doubt. Well, here's one for you to watch. I plan on running for sheriff in the next election, so stick that in your pipe and smoke it. Oh, yeah, did he say that? Did he say towel and then use the word head right behind it? Where did he tell me again who was behind the bullshit? Yeah. Seems like we just talked about this. You know why? Because it's easier to kill you if they know everything. Yep, that's a fact. It's easier to imprison you, too. Yeah, the liberals are coming. The liberals are coming. <laughs> Red meat. Yeah, I call that speed beef. Yeah. So anyway, folks, I appreciate you all being here. This is just a reminder. Folks, I know a lot of you guys know this stuff. 
Hey, I saw something the other day. Hang on one second. Here, let me reach over and get this. As I said about this uh, Michigan Penal Code for trespassing, I noticed Rob had one of these on his Facebook page, and I'm going to hold one up real quick, too. This is what I plan on posting all around my yard every four feet. And then there will be one on the door as well. I hope you guys can see that. Let me pull this down. You know what? You can't. So let me go down here. Let me go right here. Yeah, you guys can't see it. Let me shrink this back down. And there we go. Now you can see it. Legal notice, no trespassing, okay? And I'm going to read this to you, and I strongly recommend everybody get this. I'm going to read it out loud. To all persons, officers, and governmental agencies, including but not limited to agents of local and state health and agricultural departments, federal officers of the USDA, FDA, IRS, HEW, HUD, environmental, health, social service workers, and other agencies, and to all local members of planning and zoning boards, Title 18 U.S.C. Section 241.242, Title 42 U.S.C. Section 1982, 1983, 1985, and 1986. You are hereby advised of the following federal criminal law. If two or more persons conspire to injure, oppress, threaten, or intimidate any citizen in the free exercise or enjoyment of any right or privilege secured by him by the Constitution or the laws of the United States, or because of his having to ex exercise the same, or if two or more persons go in disguise on the highway or on the premises of another with the intent to prevent or hinder his free exercise or enjoyment of any right or privilege so secured, they shall be fined not more than $10,000 or imprisoned not more than 10 years or both. And if death results, they shall be subject or, uh, to imprisonment for any term of years or for life. Land use fee, $5,000 per person per day or any part thereof. This is what you need to put up, folks. Because if they walk on your property and you don't have a no trespassing sign up, folks, all you can do is ask them to leave. I would just assume they walked past my trespass sign and made it to my door if that's what they so choose to do because I assure you I will be pressing charges. I will be getting license plates, numbers. I will have photographs on my camera system and I will press charges to the fullest extent of the law. I am not going to tolerate this shit. Private property is exactly that, private. You are not invited. Do not step one foot on my property. That is just a strong warning. So let's see if I missed anything else. We've been trained to play by the rules. You better know how to not play by any rules when shit hits the fan. Robin Hood. Yep, absolutely. Yep, seize their vehicle. You're absolutely right. Prevent them from leaving. Scamper your asses right on down the road. And I absolutely agree, Glenn. You hit the nail right on the head. We have been trained to play by the rules. You better know how to not play by any rules. When shit hits the fan. Nothing could be more true. I'm not real sure. I printed these off the internet, Kathy. And I'm going to have them laminated and then put up. I'm going to put them in bright orange frames. And hang them on my posts all the way around my property. Um, but I can send you a link where I got that one. Yep, Deputy Barney Fife reporting. Okay. 
Folks, I appreciate all of you being here. Like I said, this is just a reminder. It's easy for any of us, including myself, to get apathetic during these times and lose track of what our priorities truly are. Our priorities, folks, are survival, preservation, preservation of not only ourselves, but our, this nation, this republic, this constitutional republic, all that we possess, private property, we have that right, folks, and we need to be prepared for whatever we need to have. Multiple ways. That is, like I said, have cash on hand, okay? Keep change on hand. Keep your change, all right? Gold and silver. People have said this before. Yes, a can of chicken noodle soup tastes a whole lot better. But, folks, the person that you might need something from may not need your fucking can of chicken noodle soup, okay? But I assure you, as it has been proven for 5,000 years, gold and silver have always been true money. Do not underestimate the importance. And if, if you don't use it, then you don't use it. But it's another option. It's another tool in your toolbox to ensure a redundant plan that you have the capacity to continue in commerce and acquire those things that you need. Redundancy, folks. 20 different ways to do everything, whether it's gather food, eat food, cook food, prepare food, medications, all of these things. You need to have multiple ways to accomplish all of this. I have fire boxes that probably have 25 different ways to start a fire. Okay, Fuel, propane, diesel, generators, batteries, the ability to be able to charge the, those batteries if the grid goes down, solar uh, panels, all of these things, folks. Think outside the box. Look around at what it is that you use every day in life and figure out ways to replicate that. That is what you need to do. That is a plan, and I assure you, you will sleep good at night. It doesn't matter what happens, okay? And keep this in mind. We're all going to die sooner or later. Nobody lives forever, okay? I agree, Bob Hightower. There will be no retreat. God bless each and every one of you. I appreciate all of you being here. Truly, you know I mean that. I pray that our Heavenly Father watches over each and every one of you, your homes, your families, your friends, your loved ones. Keep your circle small, folks, and fill it with people that you can trust. Okay? I had somebody tell me the other day, I decided I didn't want 100 pennies in my life. I just wanted four quarters. And she applied that to a friend roster. So think about that. Truer words have never been spoken. See if I missed anybody over here on YouTube. See if they leave me up. See if this video gets past the uh, sniffers. Love you guys. God bless. And uh, we'll see you next Sunday, 8 p.m. ish. Have a good night.